Good morning and thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. It is such a pleasure to see you all and to be uh, together with you one more time. You know, I want to just take a few minutes to talk to you guys today. Uh, this morning when I woke up on my phone, I had uh, the, the Bible verse of the day, um, and that kind of led me down this road. The verse that I had was Deuteronomy 31 and 6 in the Message Bible. And it said, be strong, take courage, don't be intimidated. Don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down and he won't leave you. And that message was so important to me. Um, and I suspect that it may be important to some others as we have gone through a very different type of year. Um, and I sit back and reflect on what this past year has brought. There definitely have been some trials and tribulations. But reading this verse today says, don't worry, don't cave in and don't quit because he will never let you down. And it's so encouraging to hear that. Um, you know, a lot of times when we speak, we, we come from this position of, you know, not necessarily moral authority, but hey, my life is perfect. And I will tell you right now, mine is certainly not. And we do have trials and tribulations. And I wanted to just be open and honest with you today to talk about this a little bit. I want you to read with me in Mark chapter four, verse 40 in the Amplified Bible. And if you know anything about this passage, this is where Jesus and his disciples have been out, out on the sea, crossing the Sea of Galilee. And there's a giant storm here. And in verse 40, it says, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith and confidence in me? And this passage is taken from when they were crossing the Sea of Galilee. And we know the story here. Jesus is sitting there, sleeping in the bottom of the boat, resting his, his head on a, on a pillow, enjoying a, a nice nap while all heck is breaking loose up above. The winds are blowing, waves are crashing, thrashing this sea vessel around. And the disciples and everyone on the ship are losing their minds while he is sitting down below, calm, cool, and collected. And this fierce storm is blowing and the disciples are afraid and they're in a full-blown panic. And what they ask him is a very profound question. Teacher, do you not care? Do you not care that we're going to die? And I'll be completely honest with you that over the course of my life, over the, the course of the last several months, this past year, I've asked that very same question to Jesus himself. Lord, don't you care what's happening? Do you see what I'm going through? Um, and it really um, was a particular point in my life that I really needed his help. And when you read here in Deuteronomy 31, and when you see what happens here in Mark 40, Jesus calms the storm and he brings everything back to calm and at ease. And I think this is so important for us as we've come through this, this year with you know trials and tribulations, we also have to have hope and be confident in knowing that Jesus is going to make it work for us. You know, and I think right now, it is so important that we continue to focus on the things that are important to us, meaning Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So real fast, we wanna to talk today about being full of confidence and having comfort in knowing that God is going to make it all work out. When I started to do the study for this particular um, this particular sermon is talk right now, I kept coming back to Philippians chapter four, and it's such a good verse, um, well, such a good chapter, and it has so many you know, bits and pieces of nuggets of, of wisdom and knowledge in here. And let's start with Philippians chapter four, verse one, and I'll read this to you in the King James Bible. 
It says, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. It says, stand fast in the Lord. Verse 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice now. We, we know that song and we sing it at church. But I think one of the things here is that we have to understand what Christ is trying to teach us right now is that to continue to always rejoice in the Lord all of the time, no matter what is happening in your life, no matter what's being thrown your way, understand that he will never leave you or forsake you. Like I said, Deuteronomy 31 and 6, he said he will not let you down and he will never leave you. And I thank God for knowing that because it's that fact that has pulled me through so many of these situations where it looked like there was no hope, where it looked like there was nothing but despair and fear sort of gripped my heart to the point where, Lord, I, I just can't do it anymore. But knowing this right now, it says, don't worry about this. I have got your back. Verse six says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And verse seven, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen for that. Resist fear and stand tall and allow the Christ in you to keep your heart and your mind. I think that's something that is so important for us as we go through our daily lives, as we go through just you know the, the motions of, of daily living, understand that he has your best interest in mind and that his peace will always be with you. Allow his peace to comfort and to gird you no matter what you're going through. Philippians 4 and 1 in the message translation, and I'll get there real fast. I love the way it says, where it says this. It says, my dear friends, I love you so much. I do want the very best for you. You make me feel such joy. Fill me with such pride. Don't waver. Stay on track and be steady in God. We've all been through storms, we've all been through adversity, and we've come out on the other side. Thank God for that. This past year, you know, was something that we have never seen before, and we're still pushing through focused on him. And I think that's the one thing that so many times that, you know, just in our daily motions that we forget to continue to stay focused on God. So let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. This is King James Version, and we all know this Bible verse, you probably recited by heart. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And this is one of those standard passages that we have to stand on and stand firm with and allow that peace and that comfort to envelop us, knowing that we can get through anything and that we are forged in Christ Jesus himself, that we are strengthened from the inside as well as the outside, that will let us sustain and move from trial to trial, the tribulation to victory, to victory, to victory, that no matter what, it's his inner peace, his inner strength that's going to gird us up so that we can handle anything that comes our way. And I think one of the things that we have to realize, um, especially here when we read this in the Message Bible, I love this translation. It says, whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything. I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Thank the Lord for that. You know, and I think we hear it so much and we we don't really talk about verse 12. Um, and the verse 12 here is the part that I really found um, so much, uh, so much hope and really just really something that spoke to me on a very primal um, and, and very spiritual level. And I'll read this for you right now. So the King James Version says, I know how both to be abased, I know how to abound in everything 
where in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now that may sound a little strange when you read it that way, but here, here's the message translation. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I am just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. I have found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. And I think what we're seeing here as believers is a shift in the way that we think and the way that we comport ourselves every single day. When I read verse 12, it talks about being at a point in your life as a believer, as a human being, where you understand that no matter where you are, that you should always be able to rejoice and give God praise. No matter if I have abundance, if I'm looking for something, if I'm seeking other things, that he's always going to be with me and that I will always be happy no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what it gets thrown my way, that my entire focus is just being thankful unto God no matter what, no matter what's happening, no matter if there's a lot going on or if there's nothing going on, it puts me in a position of being almost empty. Empty so that I can accept God no matter what situation or circumstance. It doesn't matter if I have $100 in the bank or if I have no dollars in the bank. It doesn't matter if I'm living high or if I'm living low. All this is, is focusing on right now is that I am thankful for every single thing. And I think this is something that we have to learn to get to because oftentimes, the, you know, this passage talks about praying in all situations. We only tend to go to God when we need something or that we're happy or we're thankful unto God when, you know, you know, we're living in abundance and, you know, we've made it through Lodabar as opposed to, Lord, you know, I, I'm struggling right now. And it doesn't seem to be, um, Lord, help me. It's just a complaint and a pity party. But the lesson here that you're reading in this letter to the Philippians is that no matter what, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what am I, I'm experiencing, I am always going to remain steadfast in his word and in who Christ is and what he can and will and he is guaranteed that he will do for me. I think another way to read this is Matthew chapter 6, verse 30. In the Message Bible, it teaches us how to find comfort in him and to be confident that he will provide no matter what. Now, we know what Matthew says, and I like this here in the Message Bible. We'll get there real fast, and I'll read this to you. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 30 through 34, reads as such. If God gives such attention to the appearance of the wildflowers, most of which, which are never seen, don't you think he'll attend and take pride in you? do his best for you. What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. Don't be so preoccupied with getting so that you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know God and you know how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out you'll find that all of your everyday human concerns will be met. And verse 34 right here, I love this so much. It says, give your attire, your entire attention to God, to what he is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. 
God will help you deal with whatever hard thing comes when the time comes. That's so powerful. Seeking him first will allow you to shift your focus on what's important, him. It gets you out of your circumstance and looking at the one who can provide the provisions for you. God will help you deal with whatever hard times come when the time comes. Be confident in Christ's victory over all things because his victory is your victory. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 says this, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Message Bible in verse 58 says this, Don't hold back. Throw yourself into the work of the master, confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. John 16 and 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. That peace that we talked about that surpasses all understanding. He said, in me, you'll have that peace. In this world, you will have trouble. It's a fact of life. It's going to come. But take heart that he has overcome the world. I think as believers, we have this disillusionment that we're supposed to have the easy road. He never promised you an easy road. He promised you a way out and a way off of that easy road. So don't despise when the easy road and the challenges come. Don't get knocked down. Don't cower. Don't cave in. Don't quit. Don't submit to fear. Stand tall. Stand steadfast in the word of God. Because like it says right here, he's overcome the world. His victory is our victory. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. So as we move forward, understand that the trials and tests are going to come. And that's fine. Because we know we have a solution. We have an answer for that. We don't cower and we don't fall back because of the challenge. We stand tall because of in whom we believe and in whom strengthens us from the inside out. That's what we do as believers. We make it through because we stay focused on him, not allowing ourselves to be caged by fear, but urged on through faith in him. I'll close and I'll leave you with this. Like I mentioned, Philippians has been so inspirational for me. And I'll read this to you in the Message Bible and we'll close with this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through verse 9. It says, celebrate God all day. Every day. I mean, revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to all that you meet that you're on their side. Working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive and he could show up at any moment. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it up all, friends, I would say, You'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful and not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. 
Amen. So as you take this message today, I hope it brought you a little bit of hope. Hope it brought you a little bit of joy. And I hope it gave you a roadmap to how we can continue to be confident in God's word and find comfort in his peace and his plan for our lives and what he wants to do for each and every one of you. We thank you for joining us for service today. Before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to know Jesus. It's as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family. Giving is a part of your worship. Giving is a reflection of the love that you have for God. Father, God bless all that are given today. Thank you for their generosity and for answering their prayers. Amen.